want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Greetings and felicitations, children of the COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Knock, knock. Who's there? Control freak. Control freak. Okay, now's when you say control freak who? (laughs) Control freak who? (laughs) (laughs) You get it? I didn't let you finish. Uh, (laughs) I'm used to it. (laughs) It's no longer a joke. Nope. It's just reality. (laughs) So we have a really cool episode today. Mm -hmm. Well, we always have cool episodes, but Mm -hmm. um, today we are one year and one week old. That's right. We'll be be to our terrible twos in no time. (laughs) Which blows my mind. I cannot believe it. I know. Um, And... We didn't do something last week because we had Moment of Truth on and we wanted to focus on the important things yeah. in life, which was their release. Yeah. Yeah. May 11th was our actual birth date. Yep. We have not missed one episode. And in fact, we've even put out a couple bonus episodes, mm-hmm. which were a lot of fun to do. Yep. They were. So looking back on this past year, do you have any reflections? Regerts? No regerts. Do I have regerts? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think I have any regrets either. I have some thoughts on being really sick one week and still recording, and that was rough. Yeah, you were a superstar that week. You were really sick. And traveling and still trying to record. Mm-hmm. Um, and... There was the one time we had bared over and we were talking to Danny for malignancy on the phone. And um, right in the beginning of the interview, we were having sound problems. And my boss was, this was on a Saturday, my boss was calling me and leaving messages and texting me about trying to get me to travel. And it, it just made me livid. And I was out of my mind angry. And luckily you and Barrett stepped in. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. I, I was trying to focus and I was like so in my head about this work shit. Oh yeah, your head looked like a grape. <laughs> and Doesn't it normally? It, behind the scenes, it was a fucking circus. Yeah. Barrett's mic wasn't working. Yeah. So I had to have, I had to hand him my mic and mm. I took your mic, mm-hmm. which made editing a fucking disaster yeah. and Danny was probably thinking like yeah. what the fuck are these clowns doing mm-hmm. um, but it turned out to be a great episode yeah. actually Yeah. once we kind of loosened up and got into our flow it yeah. was it was much better Danny was a very good sport and Barrett was really cool for yeah. stepping in and asking questions yeah. and Danny even did a Skeletor impersonation at the end <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a highlight. It was, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I will probably never forget the first night we tried recording yeah. and we went to bed mm-hmm. so fucking angry mm-hmm. and defeated. There was a pile of computers and microphones in the garbage. There, yeah. <laughs> like it just, it did not go well. Yeah. Um, but something that I'm going to get a little sentimental here, but sentimental. <laughs> something that I've kind of noticed as we've evolved and gotten a little more mm-hmm. comfortable mm-hmm. Um, and finding like who Grimm mm-hmm. R mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, when we first started recording mm-hmm. we couldn't look at each other like you would look out the window when you yeah. were talking and then you'd look at me when I was talking but I couldn't look at you so yeah. like I was looking in a far off direction uh, yeah. and now when we find ourselves challenged mm-hmm. or struggling mm-hmm. or uncomfortable mm-hmm. we actually hone in on each other and mm-hmm. make eye contact mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a huge evolvement. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely becoming comfortable and kind of leaning on each other. Definitely to keep shit going. I agree. One so, other thing I want to yeah, mention of is um, I liked in the beginning when we'd go to shows and put out the podcast every week, and we'd talk about the shows, and people would. No, there's a, a large amount of people that didn't know who we were. Yeah. And that was kind of fun. Yeah. It's a lot more fun now with all the friends we've made in the interactions. Yeah. But um, that that mystery was kind of fun in the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, definitely something that I, I just can't put words to is um, all the connections we've made. Mm-hmm. We've made a ton mm-hmm. of friends. We've had an, a ton of awesome moments. Yeah. It shows on the sh- on the show yeah. in regards to the show. Yeah. It's yeah. just, it's been awesome. Yeah. Lots of stuff in the episodes and off mic when, you know, we were talking either before or after recording. Yes. There's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of moments that weren't captured then it, that were yeah. very either touching or amusing or... Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good times. Yeah. It's just been great. Um... So, we have lots to get through today. Mm-hmm. So, we have um, a raffle. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, throw out some trivia mm-hmm. um, a little later on in the episode. And we're going to give away a $25, $25 gift card to Record Archive. So, mm-hmm. whoever wins can go shop away. Right. And I was thinking about this. This is kind of more um, geared towards our local listeners, but we should do something international too because we have yeah. we have lots of people not local listening too. So that's true. We'll we'll figure that out. Um, what else we got going on today? Uh, if you behave, I might tell you a joke later. Okay, I'll try to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we have a, a special message for from a loved one coming later on oh yes we do and um we're gonna have a covid confessional with rachel ardour yes um who is big in the metal scene mm-hmm. always at shows mm-hmm. um and she is part of the metal web zine out of buffalo new york that's right and she provided us a never before heard 
Halothane track off of their new release scheduled to drop later this month. So I think we should start by playing a couple local tunes. What do you think? I think that's a great idea. All right. This first one is kind of cool. It's an old demo. Uh, Infernal Abyss mm-hmm. from Rochester. Mm-hmm. So this comes at us from a couple weeks ago. I mentioned the local band Neurolepsy. Mm-hmm. And how they were kind of a gateway into my love of the underground scene and underground music in general. Right. And um, Jared was in Neurolepsy at the tail end of it Mm -hmm. and also did a demo for Infernal Abyss. Mm -hmm. So we're going to listen to Catastrophe. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to go into Shadow Snakes Mm -hmm. out of Syracuse and Kentucky with Stay Home.
This is Mama Nat, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian. Ben, keep it up, or I'm going to beat you with my dildo. And it's probably going to be the big one. I'm going to have to get one of those wigs. <laughs> Why? Because i got to have a disguise. <laughs> so Mama Nat doesn't yeah, recognize you. <laughs> I don't want to get beat with a dildo. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, That's but... That's humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That drop might be the best one we have. That's, that's a good one. So, a little that's bit a- of a backstory. <laughs> um, Chris Natalini, we've had him on a couple times. Mm-hmm. He's actually turned into a very dear friend of ours. Mm-hmm. We love him very much. Mm-hmm. Um, vocalist of Blood Feast and Seeds of Perdition. That's right. And um, <laughs> his mom did a drop for us. That's Mama Nat. Yeah. And it's fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was because I was encouraging Chris to play with Seeds of Perdition and during the quarantine times. Yeah. And he, he said Mama Nat was going to get mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's being safe, Mama Nat. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a I have a ghost story. Uh, okay. For you. I like ghost stories. From the Daily Star. Oh, look at you citing your yeah. your. You know it's going to be good, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is a. Let me just read it. The coronavirus pandemic has wreaked havoc on relationships. Right. You ain't lying. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> While the outbreak has been a blessing for some couples, others are facing their biggest challenges yet. Gary Denoya from New Jersey has been worrying about his unconventional relationship. He says he's been dating a ghost called Lisa for two years. Oh, okay. <laughs> but the 36-year-old says the relationship is on the rocks due to his fears that his ghostly girlfriend is cheating on him. I mean, isn't she quarantined like the rest of us? <laughs> Um, so he goes on to say the first month in lockdown, he was inseparable from Lisa. Apparently he enjoyed plenty of sex with the ghoul as they had bags of time to spend together. (laughs) I like the writing style here. Right. He said at first we spent every day together for a month. I'm a very anxious person by nature. On top of not being able to see my family or nieces, I was feeling very afraid. I'm usually the strong one in a relationship. But I was too overwhelmed to hold it together. In that month, Lisa was my rock. She helped me cook and fold laundry. We watched loads of TV and obviously had tons of sex. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like a dream. It was fun, but exhausting. (laughs) I'm not in great shape, so it was hard to keep up. But... (laughs) But on a strict lockdown, we had to find creative ways to be sexually adventurous. Huh. Yeah. We're not going there, are we? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, the couple weren't just getting naughty under the sheets. Gary said he shared an intimate moment with Lisa on the rooftop of his building. On another occasion, he apparently had sex on a pizza counter. But all that's changed now for the loved-up couple. According to Gary, ghostly Lisa has broken lockdown rules <laughs> and the loved up bloke <laughs> where she's been visiting other men while he's cooped up at home. 
He continued, this past month, she's out of, she's out all the time, never tells me where she's going, just says she's going out with friends. <laughs> she could be anywhere with anyone. <laughs> I've always felt secure in our relationship, but lately we haven't been <laughs> having much sex. I'm worried she's cheating on me. She says I'm being paranoid. I mean, I'm not crazy, am I? <laughs> I can understand wanting space, but something just feels off. As in his insecurities are getting the better of him, Gary is unable to talk to his parents and sister about it. He explained, they're just too stressed about other things. Growing up in an Italian-American culture, I was raised to not burden people with my problems. But occasionally I FaceTime with my best friend Chris and he thinks cabin fever is making me paranoid. <laughs> he said it's obvious how much Lisa loves me. Everyone can see it. Things are rocky for the first time ever. Gary added, it's possible this is all in my mind and I'm overthinking it. Isolation is taking its toll. Mm. So, yep. Poor Gary. Yeah. I hope they work out their problems. Gary has some issues. Don't be a Gary. <laughs> Don't be all up in your head. <laughs> Gary's a ghost fucker. <laughs> So, um, so if he's having sex with a ghost on a rooftop, does that mean he's just masturbating on a rooftop? I um, <laughs> I don't really know. It reminds me of that thing we saw in Baltimore <laughs> with the thrusting. Yeah, yeah. It, maybe that's maybe that was happening. That could have been. Who knows? That could have been Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been Lisa. <laughs> um. We have a segment. We have an awesome segment. So before we go into our segment, we had the opportunity to chat with our good friend Barrett mm -hmm. um, over the weekend, and he's doing great. Yes. He was hanging out with his family. Yep. Um, it was so nice to catch up with him. We like just so bad miss all of our friends. We do. So it's just kind of nice to like actually talk on the phone. Barrett also has a Bandcamp page that is recently went up which is awesome yeah it's been up i think for like a month and he said he's gonna add to it every week mm -hmm. but um yeah that's awesome it is severed records Bandcamp page yep. speaking of severed records let's play some severed releases shall we we shall we're gonna start out with savage lust for blood off of the brand new putrid pile revel and lunacy good stuff Mm -hmm. Then we're going to go into Decaying Purity, um, Stream of Fire and Blood off of their Mass Extinction of the Providential Ones release. And then we're going to hear the new Fluids. This is a Maggot Stomp and Severed release. And we're going to hear Capped off of Ignorance Exalted.
What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian Podcast. Okay, so let's do something fun. It's our birthday, but we want to hand out treats. All right. Right? Yeah. So, something really cool through this whole quarantine is everyone has a shit ton of time on their hands. Mm -hmm. And a couple of really fun quarantine projects have come out as a result. Yeah. Music, all kinds of different things. All different forums. That's true. And we happened to come upon this i don't even remember how i found it i have no idea how i found it but it was friday night and i clicked on it and i'm like what the hell is this and i listened to it and it's fucking amazing and then i went down my rabbit hole mm-hmm. and here we are mm-hmm. i remember when you told me the name i was like what were you searching for that, that came up <laughs> <laughs> so the name of this quarantine project 
is Dragon Come. <laughs> and they are out of Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. And here's the fun part. Besides the fact that you get to listen to it. Mm. We will give the first person that can tell us what band this vocalist is from. Mm-hmm. Also in the local area. Mm-hmm. We will give you $25 to go spend at Record Archive. That's right. So, shoot us a message through Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it'll be yours. The name of the band that the vocalist of Dragon Come is from. There's your challenge.
I'm interested to see who will win. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. So what do you say we go right into our chat with Rachel? Yeah, let's give her a call. All right. And you guys want to stick around because that never before heard track from Halothane's coming up. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Hello. Hey, Rachel. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Hey, Rachel. Hello. Thanks for uh, spending your your evening with us here. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you. So, I guess we thought we would start with... metal webzine and then kind of go into a little bit about who you are what got you into metal and stuff like that so how about we start with a little bit of a background on what metal webzine is all about and how you ended up getting involved with it all right um let's see so yeah that's a webzine that i believe mike marlinski started Mm -hmm. and it was mainly originally to focus on like the buffalo scene and then you know as as you probably know like our scenes are pretty locked together so it became we got more about western new york thing and um but i only got involved like recently because they wanted someone to do the uh weekly show announcements he started doing it and i was like yeah i'll do that <laughs> and then and then i was like but i don't want to do like album reviews and shit like whatever but then i ended up doing them so <laughs> so not only do you do them you are a really good writer. Yeah. We love your album reviews. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thanks. Because, yeah, I'm never sure. Like, I feel like I don't know what I'm talking about when I'm doing I'm like, like, I don't know. I just, most, I don't really think very deeply about, like, music. When I'm, like, listening to it, I'm just like, if I like it, I like it. And if I don't, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, now I got to think about how to talk about that or, or even to, like, describe what it sounds like. Like that's, that's yeah, hard for me. yeah, and it's really subjective too. So you never know how other people are going to perceive your thoughts on what you've heard. Yeah, right, and like obviously, it's all a matter of taste too. Like what I might love, someone might not, and what I don't like, someone might love. So, yeah. So where did like I really? Yeah. I really, no go ahead sorry I really view like doing the album reviews as like it's not really like you know the, the, the bigger purpose of it aside from like you know being critical of what the band or artist is doing is really just to generate a buzz about it so like you know bands send out their albums to be reviewed because they want it out you know even if we're saying we don't like it at least someone's talking about it yeah absolutely yep mm-hmm. <clears throat> was there at one point thoughts of a podcast or there was a podcast related with metal webzine yeah um i believe that mike is trying to get that started going again but yeah it was there was a little bit of podcast it's never been like a regular scheduled release kind of thing so you know he'll do like interviews with people and stuff like that and i guess a lot of people have been saying they'd like to see it come back so actually he just put out one episode very on that and said he's that he's planning to do more with that. So Good. I don't know if I'll ever be involved with that part, but yeah. would you be interested? Um, 
I suppose it's like should be something to do. The thing is like aside um like everybody else at the webzine, I'm still working. Like my job is an essential job, so I don't yeah. really know if I'd have time to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard to keep up with, that's for sure. We're both still working. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, right now, there's, there's not a lot going on locally, obviously. All of every band's kind of on hold, so this is the whole world situation right now. Yeah. Um, but it, like, a big part of this is getting, getting the bands to talk about what they're doing. <laughs> like, that's, I think, is their biggest struggle, like... We're, will, we're willing to publish this. They're willing to put it out there, but I feel like a lot of them don't want to bug us. Or, you know, there's something something going on with that. Yeah. we. You know, now that you mention that, thinking back, we've actually had to reach out to a lot of bands and be like, hey, what's going on with you? Because, like, yeah. you're kind of right. right. They don't they really... All, they don't, like, volunteer the information for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they really should be. Yep. Yeah. And... Uh, a lot of people seem to be afraid to to say that they're practicing together or, you know, anything like that. Oh, yeah, for sure, because everybody's, you know, you're supposed to be social distancing, and there seems to be a lot of a lot going on of people, like, ha- having a very serious idea of what that means and what that doesn't mean and being very judgmental of everyone right. who isn't doing what they think it should be. And, right. Hmm. Lots of judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've but, been we've been judged. <laughs> we've been heckled. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I heard on your last uh, episode about the person yelling at you hiking without a mask and it's like the mandate says if you cannot socially distance, they recommend wearing a mask. So yeah. like you're out in the woods, you can very easily stay more than six feet away from everybody. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I don't wear one when I hike. No. <laughs> it kind of defeats the purpose of going out and getting fresh air. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I want to smell my coffee breath. Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And I I love the people that have the mask just over their mouth, but their nose is out. That that one's great. Yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, that's not working. I'm like, yeah, I hate it, too, because I wear glasses, and it makes my glasses fog up if I cover my nose with it. So I'm like, Uh, ah. (laughs) try to avoid going anywhere I have to wear it. Uh, Right. So do we. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, what, but, what, yeah. what got you into metal? Hmm. Um, well, it's like, my parents were into pretty heavy music, at least my mom was. Um, so like, it's, it's not like it hasn't been there because, you know, she listened to like Black Sabbath and Deep Purple and stuff like that when I was a kid. And then, and you know, from there, was, you know, as I became uh, more aware of like current music going on, I think. With my brother, who got um, Master of Puppets by Metallica, brought that home, and we were just like, "Wow, this is this is great!" You know, and it was like that was the the catalyst that took off from there, and I was just more interested in finding more of that that kind of stuff. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the first album that you bought? That I bought? Yeah. A metal album or any album? <laughs> well, let's do any and then let's do metal. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, like when I was really little, I bought like an NSYNC CD. Or <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It was a uh, um, Rhythm Nation Janet Jackson tape. Hey, that was my first one too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's awesome. 
Hmm. <laughs> seeing a pattern here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's the cat that's the what that's the gateway to metal. That's yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about metal then? What what yeah. was your first metal uh purchase? Oh man. Hmm. Um Wow. Yeah, I really don't remember what mine was because it like I kind of shared my CD collection with my brother. So like, it would be like, he would buy them. He was older mm-hmm. and that became mine. But like the first ones that I actually bought with like my own money, um, was like my mom let me order some CDs from one of her CD club things that they had. You know, remember those? You get like yep. a bunch of CDs for like $3. Just like pick out some CDs. And I picked out Iron Maiden's first album. Nice. And Number of the Beast. Nice. And then a Rob Zombie Hellbilly Deluxe. That was that was what was popular right then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, those those were the those were my first that I bought. Um, what about as an aside to that? What do you remember? Are you from this area? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm from out in Wayne County. Wayne County. So do you, nearby Rochester. <laughs> do you remember like the first local metal band that kind of drew you in? Um, it's like a bunch of friends of mine had like this kind of deathcore kind of band and like I used to hang around with them and go out of their shows and I don't remember a whole lot of the other bands that they played with, but, um, one of the shows they played with was with Malformed mm. and I saw one of them in one of their early lineups back then. That's cool. What was the band called? That and then that, your friends? Oh, uh, they were called Burning at the Gate. Do you have... Did you have any plans to go to any festivals um, this year? Yeah, I have tickets for the Fire in the Mountains Festival that's in Wyoming. Um, and Slayers is headlining that, and they're like my, they are my favorite band. So I was pretty excited about that, and I just announced like two days ago that they're postponing it till next year. Uh, that sucks. So that was like the, the big one that I was like absolutely going to go to. Yeah, we had to... We had to cancel a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's um, possibly the, uh, I, I feel like it's going to be postponed, but the there's a doom fest in, in Baltimore. Um, yeah. The Maryland doom fest. Yeah. That hasn't yep. been canceled or postponed yet, but I feel like it's gonna. Right. So like when is that one's coming up pretty, that one's coming up soon too. Yeah. That, uh, I think it's uh, it a lot. June, end of June, I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this festival, the Fire Mountains, was supposed to happen in like middle of July, so mm. it's pretty likely. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's, Summer canceled. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> right. But yeah. What um, band or artist do you wish you could have seen? Uh, Ronnie James Dio or Rainbow with him, any of, any of the bands he was in. I've never got to see Ronnie James Dio I, live. I have a story about this. You do. This is embarrassing. Oh, no. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is bullshit. So, I went with a friend to... This is when... I don't know if you like any era of My Dying Bride, but like, in the beginning, they were, they were kind of cool. I, I thought so anyway. Mm-hmm. Um... And you they, don't have to defend yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely listen to some of their tracks. Like they're not one of my favorites, but 
There's so, definitely some that get repeated play. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, they came with, they came to uh, Water Street Music Hall with uh, Dio, uh, late '90s, very late, yeah, probably '99 or something like that, '98. And um, I went with a friend, and we were there, and they, it was on a work night, but it shouldn't have mattered. Um, so we're there, and they they announced that oh, my dying bride can't make this stop on the tour, and they're not going to be here. And so we had a fit and left, and never saw Dio. Oh no! Paid for, paid to get in and all that. Never saw Dio, and now never will. Regret. Yeah, that's uh, really stupid. Big regret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a bummer. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I definitely didn't really appreciate Dio back then. I was still in like elementary school. <laughs> Same. I was like sixth grade. <laughs> so, but if I had the chance to see him at Water Street now, yeah. oh my god! Yeah. Right. Forget about it. <laughs> um, is there a local show that stands out to you that you've been to? Uh. I know where it shows like every weekend, so it's. I know. Hard. I'm like, geez. <laughs> I was like, I know the most infamous one that happened during my time. I missed. That no, was the one with uh, Sarkis, the CD release show where uh, Matt got his back cut open and it bled all over the place. Had to go to the hospital afterwards, but uh, I wasn't there because I actually lived in Buffalo at that time. Mm. Yeah, we didn't. We weren't there. <laughs> yeah, we weren't. We weren't at that one. <laughs> yeah, was, they brought him in in a coffin, and yeah. That, it, I'm like I kind of I'm kind of glad I didn't get to see the carnage because I probably would have been pretty upset about seeing someone I care about cut open like that. Yeah, I don't think I would like that. <laughs> but <either>. also, <laughs> it's like it was like a piece of Rochester metal history that you know. Were you? I don't remember. Were you at the Captured by Robots show at the Bug Jar? No, I was. I was out of town on work on a work trip. That was. I a did pretty, not get to see that. That was a pretty cool show. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think a video that some people, I think somebody was streaming it live and I was like watching it from my hotel room. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. <laughs> it was cool, yeah. Um, so you mentioned that a couple times now that you travel for work. So let's talk about that. So I believe, if my stocking is correct, <laughs> you are um, a mechanical inspector? Yeah. That's so, what I am currently. So um, how how'd you get wrapped up in that? That sounds really cool. <laughs> uh, it's like a, just like switching careers to like related careers because I couldn't find careers in the job that I was in field that I was in. I was doing building inspections, um, but like I lost that job. And I was looking for something similar, and there wasn't anything in, like, building inspections except in, like, New York City. And I didn't... Like, New York is cool to visit, but I do not want to live there. It's not like, like, you know, I'm a country girl, and being there for, like, two days, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. There's too many people. I need to get away from the noise. Yes. So, that was like, no way am I doing that. So, I found, like, an ad that was, like, a mechanical inspector, and I was like, oh, you know, it's probably similar. It's not really at all, but <laughs> do you like it? They were willing to give me a chance and train me, so oh, yeah, I love it. I get to like I get to do the like safety sections on like fire trucks and like anything anything with like a hydraulic lift on it pretty much. 
So like those, the bucket trucks were like electric line workers and like cranes and scissor lifts and all these fun things. That's cool. And you travel, you travel weekly, right? You're gone like during the week. Yeah. Yeah. This job is a little more like that. Like my old job, I could be, I was like gone for two months at a time sometimes. Wow. And you don't mind that? No, I kind of love it. Uh, we don't like traveling. Uh, definitely got the explorer spirit. I like to go. And it's kind of a bummer right now because you know everything's closed down and I can't do what I normally do, which is like I'd go check out other show. Like I went and checked out a bunch of other metal scenes around the co- well around the East Coast because that's where they mainly had me at my last job. So I, you know, go and explore the area, go look at like just the weird weird things in the area that you can check out. Yeah, but like yeah. now I can't do any of that. Hmm. That, that's, that was one of my questions actually Because I, I used to travel quite a bit For a previous job And I always had plans to like um, I'd be there alone Really There might be a couple oh, other yeah. people from uh, My employer there But um, they didn't have the same interests But I, I'd always have Yeah, oh pla- yeah. yeah I'd always <laughs> have plans to like Oh, like um, in Denver There's, you know, some like metal bars Black metal themed bar brewery mm-hmm. kind of stuff and I always wanted to go there and I'd make plans like in my head that I'm, I'm going to do this but then I'd get caught up at work or whatever too long and I it was just like work in the hotel room and I never ended up doing it and <laughs> right. kind of sucks uh, yeah it was like it's only worked out like a, a total of like you know six or seven times I think that I actually was able to find a show that was going on while I was there and had nothing to do but yeah. Did you find any cool places when you did do it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The little, I went to the Brass Mug in Tampa, which is kind of like. Oh yeah. Known for its good metal shows, so yeah. that was cool to get to see. Because it turned out I was like looked up stuff going on, and it was like, oh, my hotel was actually like right down the street from there. Like, That's oh, cool. Okay, I'm going to do a metal show at the Brass Mug. <laughs> um, I forget what the place was called in Richmond, but it's like a burrito place, and they do shows there. Huh. Like bar, you can get burritos and then watch a metal show. It was like the coolest thing. It sounds cool, but somewhat dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, like, yeah. It was like there's a separate room for like the show and then where you eat and all that stuff. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the way the bug jar smells at the end of the night, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I want everyone in the room <laughs> eating a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss that smell. I'm like, you get anything doesn't all that right now, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> um, so oh, body odor, sweat, yes. beer spilled on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Many things spilled on the yeah. floor. <laughs> Octopuses sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you're, you've posted a couple things in your downtime, um, artwork and it's really fucking cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's great. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I, Thanks. Like, Yay. did you go to school or is it just like a natural talent? Um, I've been drawing since I was little, little kid. I was like, one of the things I love to do 
like have vivid memories of that like going to my grandmother's house and she'd just give me a bunch of paper and crayons and be like draw me something like okay that's cool and yeah no I never went to school for it other than like you know art class in elementary and high school like that's that's all but that's really good it looks like you were uh, like trained to do it uh, it's just lots of practice over lots of time Mm. like I definitely it wasn't always that good I wish yeah, at one point I like threw out all my old drawings because I was like, ah, oh, these are garbage and I don't want to look at them. And now I'm like older and wish that I hadn't because I'm like, I like to like see my progress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, well, very long gone, unfortunately. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> do you do any artwork for bands or anything like that? Um, there was that one attempt that ended up not working out, but. I'm not really good at doing commissioned work. Like, I don't know if I have like an attitude problem or what, but when <laughs> with it, but whenever anybody's like, Oh, you should do this, you do that. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm going to do something else instead. Like I, I have like a real version to like other people suggesting what I do mm-hmm. with my artwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you so it's like when people, yeah, when people I like, I will draw what I'm inspired to draw, but like when people ask for specific stuff, I just, I, I don't know. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Do you uh, do you do you create music in any way, or are you, are you a listener? Uh, mostly a listener. Mm-hmm. I um actually recently bought the. I've been accumulating some stuff to try and like dab, dabble with making music, but I have like a recording computer that accumulate that I got a couple months ago, and I finally got a like MIDI keyboard, so I can like. That's with the recording programs that I got. That's cool. That's cool. So maybe I'll make something, but not making any commitments. <laughs> Let's talk about your favorite locals. Current locals? Um, Who's even... It doesn't have to be current. You can do... How about a couple past and a couple current? Um, yeah, my past, definitely uh, Warblade. Mm. Malformed. Um, I guess in Caligon's kind of up in the air whether they're still there or not. I'm not really sure if they still are. Mm. Um, it was Nocturnal Hellstone that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, Order of the Dead, but they're coming back. They've been practicing. They said they're going to reform and do new music, so they're kind of on the border of past and present, I yeah. guess. And then, uh, for current stuff, I um, really like Fatal Curse. Mm-hmm. Those guys are cool. And Gates of Paradox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyranitar. Mm-hmm. And Got It Alive, of course. All those guys. Good old-fashioned death metal. Can't go wrong with that. Yep. And Halo Fane. Those guys are like uh, my best friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, we. You just reminded me that we just have like an awesome scene <laughs> we have the coolest people the coolest fucking music yeah yeah we always we always talk about how our city is not very populated and we have like this great scene yeah we have a huge this like dense concentration of just really talented musicians but mm-hmm. somehow something in the genesee beer or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> it creates great musicians yeah uh so since you brought up Halothane, they have a new album coming out. Mm-hmm. Not yet 
released, but you got an exclusive preview. So tell us a little bit about what we can expect and why you chose to debut the track you chose, which is, I believe, Threads of Authenticity. Yeah, Threads of Authenticity. That's definitely going to be my favorite track off this new album. Um, compared to, like, I, I've had, I have, like, a weird history with this band because I've been around it since, like, its earliest forms when it was the only, the only like, uh, consistent number here is Nick, Nick Allen. He was, it was like early for and a lot of the last album was like songs that they were he was working on before like its current um form so i'm like those are like to me those were old songs and i've heard them reworked like 20 times and they were like it was really cool I'm like all this stuff to me is brand new to me i've never heard any of this these riffs before and i just feel like they've really stepped up they're really you know pushing themselves and trying to you know, do something exciting and new. Feels like higher energy. Um, this particular song, I, I don't know, I just really like like how the intro comes in and there's the effects on the guitar and they're like, you know, obviously having fun with it. That's awesome. When they were recording it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and it just, like, it gets stuck in my head all the time. It's like an earworm. I <laughs> <laughs> find myself listening to that one a lot. <laughs> Let's check out the good stuff. The exclusive... Threads of Authenticity by Halothane.
I've become a hoarder of uh, local vinyl. Yeah. I, like, I can't stop ordering. I mean, yeah, you, you should, though, because, like, <laughs> that stuff is very limited. And someday, like, you'll be able to pull out and be like, remember this? Yep. And everybody will be jealous that you have that. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, are you, do you go to Buffalo for um, music a lot? Um, I have. I haven't recently. Like, I feel like a lot of the bands I was following stopped doing stuff i don't i don't really uh, yeah like a lot of the venues that i used to go to there just don't exist anymore i was gonna ask you if there's a a difference between like shows because we don't travel to buffalo for shows very often so i was just kind of curious if there's like a difference with the vibe of rochester like you know um, i feel like the guys over in buffalo um, not so much the guys in the band, more the audience. They're like less likely to enjoy like a crossover show where it's like they, if it's a show there, they want it all to be brutal death metal or all black metal or all, hmm. all one genre. Whereas like here in Rochester, we're, we like changing it up. We'll yeah. put a death metal band and a black metal band and maybe even a punk band all in one show. Yeah. And everybody's cool with it. And I, I just kind of like that better. But Yeah, we do too. Especially before all this happened, it seemed like there were a few shows that were very diverse with the band, and uh, we really liked oh, yeah. that. There, it was all very different, and we thought that was really cool. Yeah, and like for me, it keeps my attention. Like, right. I'm gonna like listen to a show of all death metal and like get bored by the last band and cut out early. And be like, yeah, I've heard this all already. Yep. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we have. We have two silly questions for you, if you're willing to All right. consider answering these or, <laughs> or, or, or contemplating, because I don't, I don't know that there's really an answer for them. Mm. Are you open to that? Oh, yeah. Okay. If you only have one eye, are you blinking or winking? Why not both? Both? <laughs> yeah, I think good both. answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then this this last one is a, a very a very tough one. Um, <laughs> why do all superheroes seem to wear their underwear on the outside of their pants? Hmm. Maybe they're like <laughs> trying to avoid skin marks. Maybe they're like their super suit has like special stain resistant technology that their underwear doesn't I don't know okay <laughs> <laughs> alright <laughs> the suit is Teflon and the underwear isn't so okay that's a, that's a good but answer it has to hold all the junk in place so they still all need them right. you all can't right. just go commando right. <laughs> that makes a little sense because I was saying why would they wear them at all but maybe it is to hold the junk in, in place so it's not yeah, flopping all over the place <laughs> yeah you have like a Situation like David Bowie in Labyrinth. (laughs) 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 All right, that's a good answer. Thank you. (laughs) Oh boy. So um, I would ask you if there's any uh, metal webzine shows coming up, but I think I know the answer to that. So yeah, unfortunately, we had we had yeah right when this all started, we had a bunch planned. We had the the annual party that we have celebrate. Oh, your you know, five-year, right? Founding of that. Yeah, that ended up getting canceled. And yeah. then <clears throat> the two release shows for Aspired Infliction, they had one for Rochester, one for Buffalo. Both of those got canceled. 
<sighs> yeah, what a bummer. Well, thank you so much um, for spending the evening with us. If you're traveling this week for work, um, stay safe and healthy. Yeah. And hopefully, yeah, yeah I will be. <laughs> hopefully, we'll see you soon at yeah. a show. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Oh uh, yeah. Hopefully. I definitely miss them. <laughs> yeah, we do too. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank you. Have a great night. Thank you. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.